Hello everyone and welcome to The Stagey Place, the podcast where we get to chat with those who work behind the scenes in theatre to create the magic that you see on stage, from writers to directors, producers to stage managers. And on today's episode, I'm very excited to share with you my chat with Rosie Minnick, who is bringing Clementine to the Network Theatre, one of the venues hosting this year's The Vaults Festival. I really enjoyed chatting with Rosie a couple of weeks back about Clementine and about how how Rosie actually created the character of Clementine and how she's managed to bring the show to the Vault Festival after playing a couple of festivals before in the past, including Brighton and Edinburgh, and now here in London for the Vault Festival 2023. So sit back, relax, grab a cuppa, and listen to my interview with Rosie Minnett. Hello, Rosie, and welcome to The Stagey Place. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I am, yeah, I'm come to the end of a pretty busy week, so I'm really happy to just be, like, able to take some time to just, yeah, chat and get my head in gear for for the coming show. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, like we were saying, it's a Sunday. We're we're allowed to relax and chat um, and just meet you over Zoom, which is really lovely because we are going to talk today about Clementine, which is performing at the Network Theatre as part of the Vault Festival on the 3rd and 4th of March this year in 2023. Rosie, tell me a little bit about Clementine. I understand that you've performed it a little bit in 2022, but what's the idea and the inspiration behind the character? of Clementine? Well it was a sort of bit of a fever dream that came to me I guess in lockdown when we were all kind of had a lot of time on our hands and we didn't really know what to do and I kind of I had made this sort of like video sketch of this woman basically just wandering around the fields near where I lived I just sort of vaguely Regency woman from the past and I think I was sort of going a bit mad at that point but I thought it was really funny and I yeah. still do but I still think that it was probably born out of some pandemic madness yeah I used to perform before it and then I had kind of I think that was a time a period of time where a lot of people kind of lost their confidence or lost quite a lot of their mojo I sort of felt that and I, I hadn't I didn't really know what to do I didn't know how to kind of get back out there and get writing again so I just thought it would be a really nice like passion project where I could pour myself into it and and just do kind of get performing again and get comfortable on stage again and I've like it's not been easy but like the process of making something on your own and making a character that you really love you just learn so much from it and I think that you you kind of have to ride the highs and lows like nothing's gonna be perfect especially when it's comedy you know you really learn what works and what doesn't and I'm still in that process and I hope that like the version I bring to Vault will be the best version it can be certainly like you know the first time I did it it was it went really well but it was also like oh gosh like back on stage again after two years tough yeah that's basically where the inspiration came from and then I kind of went through a big breakup as most or most of these things start with some kind of (laughs) you know heartbreak or trauma and I was like you know just needed something to kind of focus on and yeah just get 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 back a bit of passion for for life and the things I loved again and it was really like it's funny that it's such a stupid thing but it comes from like a personal place and I always think that that like whenever I'm performing it I'm like you would not know the fact that this comes from such depth but yeah basically that's where the where the kind of impetus came from I guess. And so when you were making those videos of you running about in the fields being quite regency, <laughs> did you put those up online? Do people know about Clementine if they were going to come and see the show? Or is this just an idea mm-hmm. that you had to yourself? Or can people see clips of Clementine online? 
They can't really. I should. Okay. I should probably put her out there. They, there is a cut. There is one, um, yeah. which is the, the. I would say the prototype, but that was made in like twenty twenty. Um, I've got clips of the show up there on my Instagram, so people can go and watch it there just to get a feel of what it's like. And you know, I've got like lots of lovely reviews from Fringe that um, I really kind of started to find my audience there, even though I was only there for two weeks. So <laughs> it took a bit of momentum to get people coming, and then the last like few shows I sold out and I just felt like I really the word of mouth thing actually really worked and people had come being like oh my friend told me that this was like right up my street which was great because it's not it's certainly not for everyone it's one of those things where I wanted to make something that I would like and so sometimes when it you know when a show doesn't go well I always feel like oh it's okay because I you know I made something that I would laugh at and I think that's always the most important thing to have like a bit of integrity although it's hard sometimes because if it doesn't find its audience one night you can lose confidence in your material and yeah in terms of stuff online I think I'm gonna as as we get closer to the date I'm gonna start rolling out a couple more clips of the show hopefully get people excited about it and and the character and things like that that's incredibly exciting so obviously like you say in those two weeks we were referring to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival last year so when you're saying also that when you bring the show to the vault festival in march and it you know it's the best show that could possibly be are you constantly you know refining the character every time you go to another festival or another performance around the uk yeah i think so i think i've definitely grown a lot in confidence as a performer as well which i think has really helped because it means that you just have to have a little bit more um conviction in your writing yeah. i think sometimes it's not necessarily the writing it's often the way that you perform it and with something like this you just have to have absolute blind faith that it's the best thing that you've ever written yeah. otherwise nobody else is going to believe it so i think part of it has been growing in confidence myself and also you know just bringing a presence to the stage that i'm like you know this is what i'm serving and you either eat it up or you don't yeah. um and then yeah but every time I do I kind of go back and I think about what worked and didn't um and certainly like after Fringe lots of things changed and you know it's a little bit of a bigger venue than I'm used to so I'm hoping to like add elements of you know probably a little bit of a silly movement and stuff like yeah. that but kind of things that that fill out the space a little bit more and kind of like flesh out a couple of the parts of it that that maybe like didn't work so well at the beginning of Fringe so yeah. I think that's what those festivals are great for because you really do allow like work to progress and kind of develop in a way that feels really organic so that's great yeah and obviously Rosie you are a comedy writer as well so let's just talk a little bit away from Clementine tell me a little bit about you being a comedy writer and do you prefer writing characters to performing them or you know what do you like to you know specify most in the acting or the <laughs> writing I don't know I think it's hard it's hard because when you're performing someone else's writing it's easier to not take it as personally because you they you can just say oh well it wasn't me it was the writing but when it's you and your writing I think it's there's a lot of pressure to to be you know when it doesn't go well to not sort of you know really let it take you down and I've definitely been in, in positions where you know something hasn't gone right and then you have to really like pick yourself up again so I think the combination is tough I love the the energy of being like live in front of an audience and I love like interacting with people it feels so like that was so joyous at Fringe when I finally kind of got my audiences in and it felt so like such an exchange and I think it was the first time that I'd really performed and it it felt like because it was something that I had written that it wasn't really about like me as a performer but it was more about what I'd made and that that was nice because it didn't feel like it was like the center that the attention was on me it felt like the attention was more on the audience which I really enjoyed I'm still trying to figure out which one I prefer I guess yeah (laughs) well let's say that listeners are listening to this episode and they're thinking about coming to watch it tell me a little bit about where we find Clementine at the start of the show and how does she progress 
throughout the I'm guessing it's on for 60 minutes yeah it is it is it's it both feels like you know five minutes and many many years I think to different kinds of audience members it doesn't necessarily open in any particular place I was I did the sketch off on Friday and I, I was debating what important information the audience needed to know and I realized that there is not really any important information for anyone to know <laughs> it's all really nonsense but basically it opens in a kind of in a universe of the past somewhere and it's basically like a bit of a I kind of just wanted something that made fun of the kind of Bridgerton Jane Austen era but also in a way that was kind of my sort of humor so it definitely does go off on one she meets lots of weird characters along the way you know including a sort of a French Taylor, who's about two inches tall, like a, a very strange. He's there for about five seconds, and then there's that there's a Flemish merchant which pays homage to my Belgian roots because my mum is from Belgium, so right. she's never seen the show before. And when she comes to see it, I think she will be. She'll either love that character or hate it. Um, and I'm hoping that it's the former and not the latter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the basically the the story opens with um with a sort of Regency woman looking for love which we can all relate to very speaks to the younger the younger women in the crowd I think yeah <laughs> I also <laughs> just want to say like it's obviously very weird that without the lockdown Clementine may never have been created if you really think yeah. about it because it's that stuff that happens in lockdown and a lot of people that we've had on recently have created shows from lockdown or you know have been yeah. Uh, postponed because of lockdown and then they've created whole new shows or stuff that you know they put in shows that they would never thought of before like how weird is that that lockdown has created this stuff that for you has meant that you can go to Brighton and you can go to Edinburgh and now you could come to the Vault Festival have you ever been to the Vault Festival before and you know what are you most excited about performing there I I mean it was funny because like when before because Vault Festival happened like just as the pandemic was setting in and I remember it was the first time I'd ever visited the festival and I was like I would love to bring a show here so that was in what was it that would be the beginning of 2020 and I remember thinking it was really cool and I think some of my friends had shows there and I was like this is amazing I'd love to write something and I'd love to and I think sometimes when you set out to do something you forget how far you've come and like I think when I perform there, it'll be such a nice moment where I can think about, you know, two years ago, I would never have thought I was even capable of writing something of my own, let alone, you know, performing for an hour on my own, you know, at a festival that's just just so cool and full of so many talented people. So I think it'll be a really nice moment where I look back and I think, oh gosh, like I've come so far and, you know, it's such a, like a brilliant milestone, like creatively to say that I've done and I hope it goes well, but even, even if it doesn't, I could always just be like, well, you know, I achieved something that I set out to do a few years ago and I set my goal and I did it, which great well that is amazing that you went for the first time a couple of years ago decided that you wanted to do something and then obviously the pandemic happens but the fact that you can step foot back in there again this year and have this full circle moment of being like the last time I was here I was going to do a show and now I've created this character over the past couple of years taken it to all of these festivals you know done the sketch-offs done the you know the comedy festival circuit and now is able to actually show the work that you've put in over the past what would have I'm guessing be a three-year round circle moment yeah weirdly I mean I probably yeah I, it's, it's quite strange to think that how long these things take to kind of fester isn't it it was I actually found a note in my phone a couple of days ago which was in like 20, 2020 late 2020 where I must have had like the idea initially or oh, 2021 and it just says like the Sylvanian families are her family and I keep part of the show it's hard to contextualize in this but I was yeah. just like oh well there we go like that was the 
my initial like ideas it was just so funny to just see it probably written in a pandemic haze on a note of my phone yeah, it was it's it's so nice to, to think about the like full circle of it all and I feel yeah. so proud to be able to to bring something to to a festival that's yeah so exciting yeah so thank you Rosie for coming on to talk about the show I've got one final question for you there Rosie and it is the title of this podcast and that is the stagey place and what I love to know about all of my guests is where their stagey place is so Rosie obviously today we've been talking about Clementine which as we say it's at the Vault Festival so your stagey place could be the place that you first thought of the idea about Clementine you know maybe it's the fields where you created Clementine and recorded those little silly videos but obviously even though we've been talking about Clementine you've got a whole career behind you so it can be the place that you know you first discovered theatre theatre studios or you know auditorium where you first saw your favourite show or it can not even be a theatre itself but maybe it's a person that's inspired you or a tv show or a comedy writer or just you know the place where you write all your great material so Rosie whereabouts is your stagey place? I think this is a bit of an odd one. So I lived in Slovakia at one point in in my childhood and um, I was in a production of Guys and Dolls, which was pretty cursed um, for many different reasons. But it was it was sort of set in this old like Soviet cultural centre. Like that's Mm. where we performed it. And it was just the most bizarre setting. Half of the show was in like different languages. It was just a very bizarre rendition. And I remember it was one of it's still to this day, one of the strangest performances I've ever done. But I can't like I always always think about it because I always think if I could have done that at the age of I think I was 15 16 you know you really can make any story work and it was just such a it was a bit of a baptism of fire for me and yeah I probably would say that it was probably the weirdest place like all the fields the fields where she was where she was born might be that that's a great question though I'm intrigued to know what people have said about that we've had we've had very very stretched uh (laughs) don't worry Well, Rosie, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, for talking about Clementine. Once again, it's at the Network Theatre at the Volks Festival on the 3rd and 4th of March. What time is it on, Rosie? Uh, I believe it is on. Yes. Yes, 9.45. So it's an evening show. Have a dinner, you know, have some drinks. Um, It's going to be the first time formed it this late which I'm actually really excited Ooh. about because it's I think it is more of a late night show yeah. and I think like in it, at Fringe I performed it at 12 o'clock and I can't believe it had the energy that it did because it's not a lunchtime show okay. um so I I think it'll be a really good like after a few drinks and and just yeah. it'll be a good, good start to your night yeah Rosie we have been talking about Clementine which is at the Volks Festival at the Network Theatre from the 3rd to the 4th of March 2023 9.45 on Friday the 3rd of March and then 9.15 on Saturday the 4th of March Rosie thank you so much for coming on to the stage place thank you so much for having me have a great day you too And there we go, that was my interview with Rosie Minnett, the writer and performer of Clementine, which is coming to the Network Theatre as part of the Vault Festival from the 3rd until the 4th of March 2023. I really hope if you are listening to this episode that you get to go along and support Rosie. It sounds like a brilliant, brilliant show of sketch comedy and I cannot wait to hear what audiences have to say after seeing the show at the Vault Festival this year. And that's all for this week. So until next time, my name's been Elliot. And until you hear from me next, I hope you're keeping safe and staying stagey. Goodbye.